0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Think Law podcast. I'm Colin Seal and I want to actually kind of tell you a little bit about myself <clears throat> as we start out this episode. So I am the founder and CEO of Think Law where we help educators teach critical thinking using real life legal cases through a curriculum and upper grades, and we use fairy tales and nursery rhymes in lower grades, and we do a lot of training with teachers to really help them apply practical critical thinking strategies in the classroom, and we do a lot of trainings with parents as well to help them get to this point as well, and I come to this work as someone who was a math teacher. And when I was teaching math, I actually went to law school at night and before I started law school and after my first stint in teaching, I actually worked in child welfare and I have my undergraduate degree in computer science. And I took that degree to become a math teacher and eventually get my master's in public administration. And I actually am really into the performing arts. I play piano. I used to spend a lot of time doing theater. And I recently picked up the habit of playing a guitar and might be a budding rock star. And I'm a parent of two children. And at a certain point of going through this list, you're probably listening to this and you're like, there's just something not quite right here. There's something that just seems a little bit funky here. If I start continuing and saying, and this past February I was diagnosed with ADHD as an adult and I was diagnosed gifted at seven years old and this issue of being diagnosed gifted at seven and diagnosed with ADHD at 37 meant I spent at least 30 years living life as a twice exceptional person who didn't really get those supports put into my life, I recognize that the and actually matters. Yet, we struggle with and. There's probably a certain point of you hearing, even my bio, and you're like, "Eh, I don't know. Seems like a lot. Seems extra. And is like a run-on sentence. Like we're, we're used to kind of tuning that out. And today's podcast episode is really focusing on this challenge around that same exact concept. What's the matter with and? What's the matter with and? And when I think about and, when it comes to parenting, when it comes to business, when it comes to education, there's so much... So much struggle when it comes to and. Like, we're at a moment of reckoning when it comes to racial justice in this country. And right now, a huge emphasis across education conversations is racial justice. We've got to get our teachers to face issues with implicit bias and they've gotta really focus in on issues of privilege and understanding systemic racism and understanding what it means to be an anti-racist educator, yes. And we still need to obsess about learning outcomes. We still need to make sure that like for kids that might be facing different challenges and barriers and trauma Related to race and other things that are a condition of things that are caused by systemic racism, we've got to make sure that piece is there. Like, we have to understand that we need to have a system that helps our kids understand what it takes to play the game and what it's going to take for them to slay the game. So, when I go back and I realize, like, this issue with and isn't just stuck in education policy. We've got these things where I remember being a part of a an MLK banquet. They asked me to speak at a Martin Luther King like banquet dinner in a gala and we were at a fancy casino in Las Vegas and this organization of volunteers puts together this thing every year to do these scholarship stuff and it's a great event and I was honored to be the keynote speaker. Last year, the keynote speaker was Cory Booker. This year, I was a speaker and I'm like, man, like this is gonna be an awesome opportunity and I remember as I'm sitting there and I'm watching the event play out i remember seeing uh the organizer of the event giving praise to do two of the biggest gaming companies in the world for supporting the event by buying a table and i thought to myself huh they spent about two thousand dollars on a table cool this is a multi-billion dollar organization cool but like when i think about the kids that are graduating. And in fact, I think about this idea that like I had just uh, became a lawyer or started Think Law. And right before I started Think Law, I was at a school who's like one of their mottos was we wanted to get kids to and through the college of their dreams. And I realized like here in this room, we're supporting this cause. We're in this gala in this function supporting this cause like we can make it so that like all the kids are able to go to wherever Harvard, Yale, the school of their dreams, Stanford doesn't matter, doesn't matter. School of their dreams to and through. and yet they can get through and they can't get a job at the corporate office. At the same casino that's giving out this scholarship? The same casino that's sitting here buying this table? How about, like you buy that table and you make sure that when it comes to entry-level positions and internship positions, that you actually hold the seat for these scholarship recipients. If you want to invest in them, give them the money to get through college and help them secure a high-quality first job that positions them for success in their career. We want to equip our kids academically? Yeah, yes, and they need the skills inside the classroom and the skills that are going to help them translate to beyond the classroom. So if we know we have a problem with and, and we also know that and matters, that and has value, maybe there's a way that we can start to think differently about and. So I want to give you a couple of practical tools that can help you fix our and problem, make it a lot easier for us to put things together. So to start, we have to start by getting to the point where we can start acknowledging that ideas that appear to be competing ideas can actually be true at the same time. I wanna say that once more. Ideas that appear to be competing ideas, evidence that seems to be competing evidence, they can be true at the same time. Going back to Dr. King, I remember talking about this one speech that Dr. King did where he was speaking about this two different groups. You had these folks who were your hopeless optimists, your hopeful optimists, and your hopeless pessimists. And there's this idea that like, you know, when you look at the system of slavery and and Jim Crow and the lack of access to to, to the polling stations and the the civil rights and basic human rights. You start feeling like this like hopeless pessimistic feeling of like uh things are just so bad. Like they just can't get any better no matter what we too it's like we make one step forward we get pushed three steps back and what could happen often is you can get to the point of like being so hopelessly pessimistic that you just don't do anything you just can't you can't even move forward you can't on the other end of the spectrum there's the hope F- hopeful optimists so you can be at this point where you're like ah man like we've we're, we're we're free like we we've got our schools like desegregated at least as a legal idea technically you can go to any school you want um this idea that you know we elected a black president like we've come so far and you start realizing that at That edge of the other extreme of hopeful optimism, you can also get to a point where you don't really feel motivated to do a whole lot because in many ways you can say you've already made it. The challenge is we have a problem with and, and it's important to really be able to hold two ideas in your head at the same time. So what Dr. King was able to like point out and clarify is that like, yeah, you know what? Neither one of these sides is exactly all the way wrong or exactly all the way right. As it turns out, it is true that we have come a long way. And guess what? It's also true. And it is true that we still have a long way to go. So think about the power of and starting with the idea that two things can seemingly be in conflict, but exist at the same time. It is possible for myself, a child in your classroom, whose name is Colin Seal, who has a father that's incarcerated for selling drugs, who was on free and reduced lunch, who is an identified gifted student, who has 80 absences this year. All those ands can be true at the same time. And guess what? You still got to teach me. So and as a precondition to getting past our problems with and we need to be able to hold two ideas in our head at the same time. I've got one more thing to deal with this issue of what's the matter with and why we have so many challenges with and. And this goes to my folks who love to talk about simplicity One thing at a time, you know, no one can really multitask one thing at a time. And to really get over our challenges with and, we've got to be humble enough to recognize that that one thing without the proper and considerations, that one thing we're focusing on may be incomplete. I get you can't be stretched so thin that you're all over the place. But if the place you were in is not adequately making space for the end, then maybe we're not actually focusing on the right thing. So one of the shocking things to a lot of people when they start looking at some of the challenges that are happening in the conversations around policing in the United States particularly in urban areas throughout the country, they look at the ideas around police brutality and the super fractured relationship between the police and citizens, particularly, you know, the whole cause of this whole entire Black Lives Matter mu- uh, movement is this idea and this feeling that, like, when it comes to law enforcement in this country, like, I- I'm not sure I'm not sure. Like, the, the idea of whether black lives matter in the law enforcement context is literally still a question mark that we need to consistently ask. And I think as a nation, we've come to realize like there seems to be some more settlement, some more of a mutual understanding that, yeah, black lives do matter. But what did we see a lot of departments around the country focus on? They would do things like, hey, you know what? We should diversify the police force. And yet, When you look at the NYPD in New York and in L.A. and other urban areas where the police forces have become a lot more diverse, we still see a lot of the same challenges. So I can think about how many focus groups and committees and policies had to be changed and how many priorities and diversity workshops they had to go through to focus on this effort of diversifying the police force. We see the same thing in conversations around diversifying the education profession and you're like, "Okay, like you got your diversity." But like maybe the diversity diversity in and of itself shouldn't have been its focus alone. What if we paid attention and realized that a lot of the diverse recruits that we're bringing into law enforcement that we're bringing into education aren't staying there? So If we looked at it as like, we need to diversify from a recruitment standpoint and we need to make sure that we're addressing the retention issues of the folks of color that we're recruiting and we need to make sure that we're paying attention and being fair about the promotional opportunities that are available for our employees of color in our organization. So here you are being focused. But without the and, you're focused on a wrong thing. So there needs to be this conditioning, a reconditioning of our view of and. We can't have this laser-like focus because this ain't a laser. This is a forest fire. You're not going to get a forest fire out by just concentrating on one area. Try to do a forest fire without the and and I can guarantee that fire is going to burn Forever. So these are the two things that I want to leave you with. Let's acknowledge that it's possible to hold two conflicting ideas, two conflicting pieces of evidence in your head at the same time, right, as a starting point for embracing the end and recognizing that without that end, we are almost guaranteeing way too narrow of a focus that would never get us to solve the important problems that we know we need to, to create the society we deserve. Thanks so much for listening.